This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time for your daily dose of all things Chicago sports. This is the Daily Score. Now, here's your host, Mark Grody. Been quite a day out here at Hallis Hall. I'm Mark Grody. Welcome into the Daily Score. And if you have not heard the headlines of the Bears' day, Matt Eberflus is retained as head coach of the Bears. He stays on as the head coach. For how long, we do not know, but Matt Eberflus remains the Bears' head coach. Luke Getze, the offensive coordinator, was fired, as was Andrew Janoko, the quarterback's coach. He is out. Tyke Tolbert, the wide receiver's coach, he was fired as well. And Tim Zetz, the assistant tight ends coach, was fired as well. Chris Morgan, the offensive line coach, does get to stay on um, in his job with the Chicago Bears. So let's get into it. We heard from Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and even Kevin Warren. So we're going to go through some of this stuff in rapid fire to, to answer what I thought were some of the most important questions that were asked, answers that you would like right now. There'll be so much to discuss, but this is kind of the nuts and bolts of what is going on at Hallis Hall right now. We'll start with Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, and why he made the decision to keep his head coach, Matt Eberflus. Uh, everything I talked about in the beginning, just in terms of his leadership and stability, I really think that the head coach needs to be able to captain the ship when the seas, are storm, or the, when the seas have storms and really keep everything settled. Uh, when you go through hard times and you can keep everyone together, to me, that's like the critical piece uh, in a big uh, in a market like this. Like you have to be strong. I mean, if he's jumping off the boat and everyone else starts jumping off the boat, it's a hot mess. So the stability was a big piece of it. Um, the detail that he coaches with, taking some of the mistakes from the game, uh, bringing them to practice, and making sure that we're doing things the right way. I saw a lot of progress in that. There's a reason why we went from three to seven wins. Are, the player aspect of it is important, but also the detail and bringing the team together and sticking through those hard times allowed us to push through. And, and you saw a lot of those wins happening towards the back end of the season. If it's not for him, I really don't think that's the case. I think it starts to crumble. Everyone starts to do their own thing. So to me, that was a, a critical piece in this. 
Well, obviously, this is something that Ryan Poles has been talking about all season long, and, and the, it seems to me that the number one thing that he values in a head coach is that ability to lead, and as he has been saying all year, to lead through adversity and showing that you can deal with a market like this. I probably would love to hear more about what he likes about Matt Eberflus, the tactician, the head coach, the, the offense, the defense, the special teams, but that's what Ryan Poles values. Let's move on to Ryan Poles and specifically on QB1, Justin Fields, and squaring that with, again, having the number one overall pick. Um, in terms of our process, I know there's going to be a lot of questions on Justin. There's going to be a lot of questions on the draft process. Um, we are in information gathering mode right now. Um, we are going to turn every, every stone to make sure that we are going to make a sound decision for our organization. Um, I did think Justin got better. Um, I think he can lead this team. Um, but at the same time, there's a unique situation where we, I have to look and our staff has to look at everything. Um, and that's exactly what we're going to do. And that's the same with free agency. We're going to uh, you know, look at our free agents, get with my personnel staff, do evaluations, and again, make the, the best decision we can for this organization to take the next step. So we saw the improvement for sure in Justin Fields. I'm going to say about Ryan Poles the same thing I said about Matt Eberflus. It looked to me like Ryan Poles was looking for reasons to keep Matt Eberflus. That's what I said before they retained him, and they did retain him. I think Ryan Poles is looking for reasons to keep Justin Fields. I think in his heart he wants to bring Justin Fields back. But he said what he said, and that is that he's got a they're in a unique situation with Caleb Williams and Drake May didn't name check them, but I am. That's who he is referring to for sure. And who knows what other quarterbacks in the draft they they may like as well, because there's a lot of first round quarterback talent in this draft. So let's let's further this question with Ryan Poles now. What would it take to move on from Justin Fields? Yeah, it's I'll actually go back to to last year, you know, and I gotta stay open minded about it, but I really not to use the same quote, but when I say I need to be blown away, it's, it's the same stuff because, you know, seeing the things that Justin did this year, um, his ability to make plays, um, Coach talked about some of those improvements, keeping his eyes down the field, taking less sacks, um, see a lot of growth there where he can continue to get better. So um, I'll have the same mindset. Someone needs to really show that they, you know, can – and it's not just the film. Like, I need the person. Like, there's a, a whole process here that we have to figure out. Um, but what we're going to do is, is do what's best for the organization. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be, you know, similar situations in terms of the trade back. And i got to weigh all of those things to see what's going to help our team take the next step. Yeah, and that that is what he went into it with last year. Obviously, you know, Ryan Poles probably missed on C.J. Stroud because C.J. Stroud turned out to be a difference maker this year. So if somebody blows him away this year, then he would move on from from Justin Fields. So that is something that we're going to have to wait and see. I will say that one thing that Ryan Poles did make clear without making a big deal about it was that he, of course, is open to discuss trading the number one overall pick. I mean, I know that that's probably obvious, but he said if people call, he'd be willing to listen on that number one overall pick. Last thing on Justin Fields from Ryan Poles is 
where does Justin Fields need to improve? You know, the two-minute two minute part, uh, that's a critical part that we got to continue to get better at um, because that's where you win games um, and more games, close games. Um, and a lot of times when you look at the playoffs and, and championships, that's, that's where you close it out. Yeah, kind of the same. I mean, he didn't talk about the release, getting the you know reading defenses, getting rid of the ball more quickly, but he goes right to the two minute. And I, I agree that that's a part that has to get better. You never felt like when the Bears were down and Justin Fields had the ball in the final minutes of the game that they were going to turn it around. So that's something that still needs to sprout in Justin Fields' football career for him to be somebody that you look at as a top 10 quarterback in this league. All right, to Matt Eberflus, just a brief departure from Ryan Poles, and then we'll get right back to, to Poles. Matt Eberflus was up there, and you know, the, the question for him was, why did you fire your offensive coordinator, Luke Getze? Yeah, just uh, you know, the growth and development of the, of the offense, you know, to me, uh, needed to be uh, better than what it was. And uh, you know, to me, you, know, you look at the passing game, certainly that's one aspect of it, and uh, that, that's where it is. And uh, we decided to move on. Uh, from that, and again, that was my decision. Um, obviously, conferring with uh, you know, Ryan and George and Kevin, and, and uh, we made that decision this morning. So there you go, uh, Matt Eberflus. That was his decision to make, as he said. And you know, you can't argue with it either. This is something that we anticipated um, in terms of Getsy being fired. It's always the offense coordinator that's got to go <laughs> in this organization which never seems to have offense so again a bears offensive coordinator has been fired when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A little bit of business now with Ryan Poles. I think you will like what Ryan Poles is about to say now about where things are with a potential contract extension with Jalen Johnson. We have really good communication. Uh, you know, the big thing was just kind of take a break here after the season, um, and then we'll start talks again. I feel really good about that situation. Um, Jalen's not going to go anywhere. Um, and we'll work through it and get something done. All right, we'll work through it and get something done. He's not going anywhere. So one way or another, whether extension, franchise tag, Jalen Johnson will be with the Chicago Bears next year. My gut is that it, there will be an extension that, that gets done. That's what I heard today. All right, last two cuts are from Kevin Warren. Everybody's been wanting to hear from him. He did an introductory statement just as Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus did. One of the big things that he discussed was in a, in a very uh, sort of ferocious way was that he is not patient. He is not a patient man, which would suggest that he want things, wants things to get better quickly. But the Bears kept things pretty status quo. They obviously fired the offensive coordinator and some of the offensive coordinator's assistants, but the GM stays, the head coach stays, you know, personnel is what it is right now. So what about that, Kevin Warren, that not a lot of big changes were made despite your lack of patience? I think the way I wrap my brain around it is that fortunately uh, I've been here and you go back to my first job in the NFL. I mean, my first year in the NFL, we were 5-11 and 11 at St. Louis Rams. 
Second year, we were 4-12. and 12. And then the third year, we ended up going 16-3 and three and winning the Super Bowl. And I remember many of those days having conversations with John Shaw, our president, Jay Zygmunt, our executive vice president, and Coach Vermeil, uh, is that the questions that I would ask them of making sure the worst thing you can do on an organization that is making progress is to turn around too quickly. And, and, and you have to evaluate honestly. And so I just feel here with the people that we have in this building, the changes that we've started to make today, the people that we will hire, the core group of players that we have, the draft capital that we have, uh, the salary cap situation that we're in, the free agents. I mean, just look what is accomplished. I'm a, I all firmly believe go back 12 months ago and look at the progress that we've made. And so once you feel like, yes, you're not where you want to be, we're not where we're going to be, but we're pointed in the right direction. And the key is having the right places. I mean, the right people in the right places doing the right things at the right time for the right reasons. And that's what I'm focused on. So this is reminiscent of the process that we went through in St. Louis. It's reminiscent of the process we went through in Minnesota, you know, six and 10, eight and eight, 10 and six, 12 and four. And, 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 and there were many a times that we were in meetings and that we would say, we're not making enough progress too quickly. And we would have to take a step back and say, but are we on the right track? Do we have the right people? Um, and are we focused on the right things? And as I sit here today, unequivocally, I believe that we have the right set of individuals and my expectations going into this season are extremely high. They're always the same, that we need to win the NFC North. That's where we should be. And, uh, and so we're going to do everything we possibly can to make sure that that's not a word of hope, but it also is reality. And, and, we, and it starts with making sure you have the right culture, but it also starts with making sure you get really good players in here. And I think everyone would attest to the fact that the, the acquisitions that we made last year in the draft and in free agency – um, is really positive. And, and I'll tell you this, having rookies play, that's one of the things that impressed me about Matt. Many coaches will not play rookies or they're shy away from it. But having those rookie rookies play, you saw it toward the end of the year, that is going to play major dividends, not only next year, but also into the future. And I think, look, we've heard Ryan Pohl say for the last two years plus now that you eat the goal, you got to win championships, win, win the North, this is the year, and Kevin Warren, you just heard him say it there too. If if there isn't the jump to something similar to that this year, then then there has to be changes. So we shall see how that turns out. But um, <laughs> no, no big changes made as of right now. Last thing for now from Kevin Warren. A lot of questions about the the new stadium and where it might be he did not specify didn't come close to specifying it made it sound like everything is open from arlington heights to chicago and to that end what about kevin warren what about the south lot intrigues me about the i mean it's not necessarily the south lot what intrigues me uh about downtown is i i strongly believe chicago is the finest city in all of the world I mean, very rarely do you get an opportunity to have such a beautiful downtown with a vibrant business community, with an absolutely beautiful lake and the energy that that goes along. And so I always focus on, you know, what's a way that we could, you know, bring together the beauty of the lake, the beauty of downtown, the business community, all the art exhibits uh, to bring that together. 
for an environment, because it's always about the fans. How, how can we create an environment that they really enjoy? And not only on our game days, but also from art, from food, um, um, just from music. And, uh, I, I, you know, I live downtown. I love the city. And I just think we're, we're blessed to be able to live in a city like Chicago. And so it has many pluses. And, uh, and so I'm, I'm just a big proponent of the Chicagoland area. I'm a big proponent of Arlington Heights. But there's something that's really special about uh, downtown Chicago. Yeah, I I love hearing them say that because in an ideal world, they'd be able to build a big, nice, new, beautiful stadium in downtown Chicago. That would be my choice. I don't think that's going to happen. But it was nice to hear that kind of stuff. A um, few other things. I mean, there's so much, but a few other things personnel-wise. Talked about Jalen Johnson, probably going to get his extension. Um, Ryan Pohl said he's happy with Braxton Jones, the left tackle. You know, said conceded their injuries, but he didn't rule out competition at left tackle if that's a direction that they end up going in. Um, you know, Ryan Pohl said what I said, and I think a lot of us have said that the Green Bay loss at the end of the season showed that they are not there yet. Um, I told you that the the number one pick probably is for sale. Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus both will work closely together on hiring the offensive coordinator and assistants and maybe even a defensive coordinator. Sounds like I think that they will hire a defensive coordinator and, and Matt Eberflus will not have to worry about that next year. That's just uh, what I'm inferring from what they were saying. And Ian Cunningham, the assistant GM of the Bears, is definitely interviewing for other jobs. Don't know if he will go, but they are all for it in terms of allowing him to do that if he so desires. So that is it for today on the Daily Score. I feel like we were just getting started, but that's the snapshot. That's the nuts and bolts. Stay tuned right here at the Daily Score for more on the Chicago Bears. For our executive producer, Ray Diaz, I'm Mark Grody for the Daily Score.